Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Gospel singer Ty Trivet checks in from the studio to talk about fatherhood, his upcoming album, and life during the pandemic. Plus, we've got a throwback interview with Juan and Lisa Winans with their rules and tips for lasting love. Cafe Mocha begins now. It's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Angelique, multi-Grammy award winner, 11-time Billboard chart topper, and Soul Train Music award winning icon. Oh, who is it? Angelique. Hi, <laughs> Trivet. Calling us live from the studio. All right. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? Well, what first of you? all, Ty, you know what? Uh, you hosted the Stella Awards this year. How was that? It was good. First of all, we're, we're coming out. the Well, I don't know if we're coming out the pandemic or going in it at this point. But it was good to be in the presence of other human beings. That's number one. And I think everybody in the room had that gratitude, had that vibe. It felt like, oh, just to be with each other. So, you know, the normal egotistical energy wasn't there. Nobody was, I mean, it's an awards thing, so the competition was there. But nobody really was about that. Everybody was just happy to be there. And I was honored to host it in the midst of everybody else. So it was dope. And so it was in person? And I mean, did it have a live audience and everything? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The live audience was there. It was like, I don't know how many people, but. Everybody came out and, you know, we're singing and performing and hosting in front of people. So to feel the energy of the room was good. And then to sing in front of them was good. It was just good to be around other human beings. Where do you get your energy from? Because, I mean, it's like you got the energy. Are you serious right now? The same place you get your energy from. Coffee? (laughs) Eight cups of coffee? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my dad, I, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, my dad has a lot of energy. I, wa- I grew up watching him play the organ and just moving around all on the organ. So by the time I started playing, I had that same energy. I just, I can't do anything halfway, man. I, I really can't. I got in trouble in school for it. I got detention all the time. Maybe if I was in school now, they would say I have ADHDTV. I don't know what it is, but they would say I got something. <laughs> But, I mean, yo, I can't sit down for nothing. God is good, and I want to express that to the highest level. You feel me? All the time. Let me ask you, though, during this lockdown period when touring wasn't happening and a lot of the normal things that you would use your energy on wasn't happening, what were you doing? Were you still in the studio? (laughs) I actually kind of was and kind of not. I came out with two singles 
during the uh the pandemic. Yeah. And it's called We Gonna Be All Right and one was called Anyhow. Hallelujah Anyhow. So but yo, I really enjoyed the sabbatical, the time of rest. I didn't realize how many systemic things I was doing, you know, uh, just so many. I'm glad all the systems were shut down because it pulled us out of everything we were connected to and it made us face ourselves. And I loved it. Felt chilling with my family and my kids and just kind of resetting. I literally loved it. I know a lot of people went through depression. A lot of people yeah. lost loved ones. And my heart really goes out to everyone. But I probably was the only ones like, oh, this is so good. You know, I get to recenter myself, I get to reset, and I get to go back into this whole crazy world with, you know, more sobriety and less, you know, uh, uh, connections like, you know, I'm Ty Tribbett, the artist, I'm Ty Tribbett, the whatever. The whatever was cut off. So I mm -hmm. love that. Everybody was stripped of their titles, and everybody had to be a human, and everybody mm -hmm. couldn't face themselves, which is why a lot of people were depressed, because <laughs> right. they didn't like what they'd become through the systems and the industries. But I, for one, not that I was, not that I'm flawless or great or sinless or any of that stuff, but I love the rest, the sabbatical, the chill, the reset. It, it, it made me go back to my core values and come out stronger, I feel like. So I actually loved it. One of the, one of the titles that you couldn't strip was Daddy. How did, uh, how did uh, <laughs> being locked in the house yeah. with the kids and Zoom school and all that stuff. You learned oh, Lord. Daddy now let me tell <laughs> oh, now let me tell you something. Now that now, I, when I say I came out feeling better, that that means it was a process. It wasn't good every day, so I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> every day was not a bed of roses, and I have a house full of women: my right. wife, my nanny, her assistant, and my two daughters. And I couldn't. It was too many women. Too many women. <laughs> no but the Zoom thing. school, I said, "Hey, go to your nanny. Go to your, I don't." I don't know. I don't know that Spanish, that geometry. I don't know why they come to me with their homework. I'm like, listen, that's what you got to teach you. I, I couldn't help my daughter too much, y'all. So please forgive me on that. But I had the love and the support there, but I could not help with that homework. That devil's a liar. But um, it was so cool, man, to, again, connect with my kids. We was dancing around the house, throwing little parties. It was so cool. And I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm really grateful for that time. Ty, can we talk a little bit about how when you're a gospel artist, everybody expects you to be perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I think, I guess, I mean, I guess you're right. You're right. We have a definitely a higher standard. But even if you're the president, you know what I'm saying? Obama had high expectations. And yeah. uh, any leader, your mayor, your governor, we want everybody to be squeaky clean so we can trust it and so we can believe it. But I think the truth of the matter is nobody is flawless. But that's where uh, love comes in at. When you love something, you love them beyond the flaws. But everybody don't love, you know, governors and mayors or even pastors. We just need what we need from them. And we need your image to be clean so we can trust it. So that's a lot of pressure. But I try, as the Bible says, to walk blameless. He didn't say sinless. Not that I'm encouraging sin. But the Bible says just walk blameless. Don't be blamed for anybody's downfall. Don't be blame for anyone's you know wrong perspective as much as you can just be chill and i just try to be cool and chill and modest overall gospel artist or not pastor preacher or not christian or not you know i just try to be a decent human being uh and love everybody regardless of where they are in life so i won't have to think about that looking over my shoulder and being careful for this i just 
I don't like that pressure. So I just try to be chill. I try to keep it real. And I think everybody feels that and they accept me for who I am. Ty Tribbett, we're going to play um, your single anyhow, but I want to know when the album's coming out soon. Oh, man, you sound like my record label. You you in the um, studio right now, so <laughs> I'm waiting. Me and Kanye working on the last bit of our album. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. You ain't living in the stadium, are you? You ain't hold up I'm in the I'm not living stadium. in the stadium yet, no. <laughs> no. I'm in the garage. He's in the stadium. Okay. Um, this, this fall, this fall, ladies and gentlemen, this fall, September, no later than October. By Halloween, you will have some hallelujah music uh, in your ears. I'm very, very excited about this album. For those who know me, it's a bit of nostalgia in there. For those who don't, it'll be a wonderful introduction of who I am as an artist. The album is called All Things New. And I think that's where we all are as a people, as a country, uh, all things are new since the pandemic. And I'm excited about the new things. We need to embrace it and let go of the old, embrace the new, and uh, we'll, we'll, we will prosper. So this fall, you'll get it. Thanks, Ty. Thank you so much. Hey, man, I love y'all. Thank, thank you for your time. I love you guys so much. Y'all be blessed. You thank too. You. Bye. All right, bye-bye. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique along with Lonnie Love. What's up, Lonnie? Girl. In the second week of July, I got an email from um, the people that work with Mrs. Obama, the When We All Vote, and there is a new organization called Made to Save. And they asked me to go up to Detroit with the vice president to do a vaccine pop-up in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, Angelique, it was so, first of all, I always go home, you know, yeah. I, I love going home, but it was a wonderful experience. I met the governor, I met all the state representatives, and we have a black lieutenant governor who is awesome, and you're going to hear a lot from him, but to see the reception that Vice President Harris received in Detroit, it was just awesome, you know, and I know Simone her assistant, Simone Sanders. And, you know, just to see that progress, I was very humbled. I was allowed to speak ahead of her to, you know, rile up the, the people. And it was just a great event. But more importantly, the message, Angelique, is that we have to get more people vaccinated. And, you know, so I want to take this time to remind people coming up this fall is going to be really, really hard. We have to build up our immune systems. And so because the vaccine, that's a way to help build up your immune system against COVID because there are different variants that are coming. And people need to understand it's not just the Delta variant, it's the gamma variant. It's going through the whole- The epsilon, the, the whole, yes. the, the epsilon yes. variant originated here in California. That's ours. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. many and the more- you know, everything is made to survive. And so this virus jumps from body to body. And if you're not vaccinated, it morphs to survive. It just exactly. changes just a little, just a little, just a little. And so the more people who aren't vaccinated, the more it's going to switch up. I mean, I think eventually, hopefully it'll be like the flu where you get the vaccine, you get the flu shot and you might catch the flu but it's not gonna kill you kind of thing but and i want meantime, people to understand that like it, 
you can be like, once you get vaccinated, say you're with someone that doesn't get vaccinated, that's an extra layer of protection. It doesn't, there, there are breakthrough infections. If you're vaccinated, you could get COVID and they call that a breakthrough infection. But for the majority of people, it is a, a layer of protection. It's helping to build your immune system. Um, I've gotten it. The vice president has gotten it. Uh, you know, uh, one third of Americans have gotten it. And it's, it's there. And we have supplies that are in the warehouses and they have to use those supplies or they'll go bad. And so I sent a tweet to President Biden. I said, just send it to the other countries because if our people ain't going to use it, you That's know what I was getting ready to say. Send it somewhere else. If y'all don't want it, I bet you the second we start sending it somewhere, why well, you're sending my stuff? Yeah. yeah I just, you know. You know I don't know. I'm so you I'm, can go to a CVS, you can go to these um the, the the pharmacies, everybody I went to the Walmart has them. If you go to any pharmacies, you can get it for free. It's it's a simple it, you know, if you do Pfizer and Moderna, it's two shots. If you do the Johnson and Johnson, it's one and done. But please, everybody, black people people of color, we really need that layer of protection um, because there are underlying conditions that you don't know. And this, 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 uh, this virus is getting stronger. It is getting stronger. And those are the variants. So I just wanted to give that message out to people, you know, please get vaccinated. I'm sorry. And I just want to say that the people who are getting it are younger. You know, those 20 somethings thought, oh, I don't need to get a shot. Well, guess what? All this summer at the summer camps, those teenagers, the young kids are getting it. Yes. Um, so a lot of those rules that applied a year and a half ago when this happened, they no longer apply. And please don't get your information off of Facebook. Get it from reputable sources, not from your, your cousin or somebody that you see put something on Facebook. They're doing that intentionally to scare. I know that there was an issue with a lot of people on the right who were saying not getting it. Now, all of a sudden, they're saying to get it because they are looking at these reports. The CDC, go to the cbc.gov and, and see. If y'all been waiting, don't wait any longer. This is your life. And we want to get back to normal. I'm afraid, really, uh, Angelique, that we're going to have to shut back down. Come um, the, the flu season, you know, October, November, if, if we don't get enough people vaccinated and this thing, because it's already starting to spread. I'm getting people that's like, I got COVID. I got COVID. I'm like, I know, because you didn't get vaccinated. And so this is really, really important. And people need to understand this is the only way. And build up your immune system naturally, you know, and still keep distance. Keep that mask on. I'm still Watch wearing my mask. I I'm, don't care. I keep wearing mine. So, you know. I'm in the house. You see, I'm on the mic right now in the house with my mask on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> we just want everybody to be safe. And we love y'all. So we're trying to do the best that we can. But, you know, definitely research and make the best decision for yourself and your family. It's Cafe Mocha. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo-Yo on the line. The lovely married team singers, <laughs> uh, Juan and Lisa Winans. They have a new single called It Belongs to Me. Now, um, did you guys write this song in the pandemic? or I, I, that... I think the introduction of the song was a little too sultry for the song itself. Oh, I feel I'm like sorry. Maybe, we're, we're talking, maybe I'm sorry, I'll redo it. Song. <laughs> she does have that uh, voice. Uh, that, that's uh, my gift. Like, it belongs <laughs> to me. I was like, okay. Yes, yes it does, honey. About. Don't okay. work. When, when we play the song, it has its own intro and its own own. It belongs to me. <laughs> She's been single a long time, so believe me. She, she was, <laughs> Disrespecting. Hey. Don't do it like that. Don't do it like that. Look, it belongs to you too. <laughs> I'm sorry. That my voice is my gift. I don't sing, but I, don't. I love oh, it. It's beautiful. Don't you? You better beautiful. go ahead and introduce this song. It belongs to me. <laughs> and yes, it does. Amen. We, we wrote. Uh, we wrote. It belongs to me. Uh, long before the the pandemic. I shouldn't say long before. We actually recorded it in December of last year. So about a month and a half, two months before we even heard, you know, the word coronavirus or COVID. And, uh, and of course, we had no idea that we'd be putting the song out uh, during this time. But God knew, and I think that, at least I hope and pray, that it has served as a, as a source of encouragement uh, for a lot of people, and for all of us who deeply, deeply need it and have needed it this year. You know, we've lost friends. Uh, my uncle Marvin Winans, who was on the song "It Belongs to Me," was in the hospital for over two weeks, uh, suffering with COVID. We thank God that he uh, that he made a full recovery. Uh, but we are also sensitive to so many families who don't have that same testimony and story. And so, hopefully, "It Belongs to Me," which just just talks about the the promises of God, uh, the blessings that He has for us. Uh, hopefully that has been a source of encouragement for people. Well, it has been because it's already reached the top five of Billboard's Gospel Airplay. What advice do you give <laughs> when looking for a, a, yeah. a, a gentleman? <laughs> so I think one thing that I would say is there's no right way or wrong way. Ex explicitly, obviously there's some things that, you know, you got to look out for it because you don't want anybody crazy. Um, but I think to have an open mind, an open heart, I think to the Bible says to guard your heart with all diligence uh, for out of it springs the issues of life. So I think there's this balance of guarding your heart, but also letting somebody in. And sometimes we've been hurt so much and so many times that we're looking at every single person with the side eye and rightfully so. But then there's this one person that is that is the one that may not be like the others. And it's that balance of being Inter able to wine. walk in wisdom. <laughs> Enter my humble husband. <laughs> uh, but there's this, this moment where you kind of have to take a risk. Um, and I would just say, you know, just to have wisdom as you take that risk, um, you, you, there is an element of putting yourself out there that's really hard and really challenging. But if it is the right person, um, it can be really rewarding. Well, how are you spending it now? 
our time. First of all, I just want to say hi, yo, yo. I cannot believe I'm on the podcast. No, right? I know. Belongs to me. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) We are writing. Um, Our daughter is going back and forth between homeschool and in-person school. So we're very thankful for that. She gets one week on and one week off. So we're trying to do what, you know, all the parents are doing, homeschool. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Juan. No, no, I was just going to say, when we talked about COVID and some of the lessons we've learned, I think as a country, we really have to take a step back and look at how difficult uh, the job of educating young people is and start to prioritize teachers and educators in this country because they do one of the hardest jobs, probably outside of, you know, being a full-time mom or a full-time dad, educating these kids. And now we all know firsthand how difficult it is. So as a country, I'm hoping one of the things that happens is that we come out of this with a greater appreciation for our teachers and our educators um, and our child care workers. Thank y'all so much. Okay. And take care. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Y'all be well. Bye. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is Angelique with the espresso. Oh, how I wish the R. Kelly trial was being televised. Roland Martin shared this little nugget. The testimony for the doctor was quite graphic. He talked about uh, how R. Kelly would call him uh, with lesions. First suggesting that, oh, they'd have him because he wore leather pants without underwear. Mm, no, it's not what happened. Uh, it was actually him having a sexually transmitted disease. Herpes. People are mad at Buster Rhymes for some mess he said on stage back in June. Feels good to be back outside. We outside for real. It's called the God-given right of freedom, right? No human being is supposed to tell you you can't even breathe freely. your mask. Just a reminder that the people in the hospital dying right now, COVID, mostly are unvaccinated. For those who didn't want to get the shot because it wasn't FDA approved, well, they just approved it, so that excuse is gone. At the box office this weekend, Jordan Peele's version of the horror flick Candyman. The Mocha Mix with GG Sweet. I'm Angelique, along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo. We want to hear from you if you went to an HBCU. Log on to SaluteThemAwards.com, shoot a 60-second video sharing your love for your school. Then check out the award show September 12th, 10 p.m. on BNC TV. The Salute Them Awards is presented by AARP and Toyota. This time, our honorees are coming from Fisk, from Southern. We're honoring the radio stations at North Carolina A&T, Howard, and Elizabeth City State. It's happening September 12th, 10 p.m. on BNC TV. We want to hear about your HBCU, so hit us up at SaluteThemAwards.com. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.